0: Grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Things Your pastor gonna Tell You. I'm your brother, Israel Benjamin.
1: And I'm Mrs. Benjamin.
0: And today's episode is titled, Always the Sacrifice. This particular episode, I'm really excited about because it's being brought to you by somebody else. <laughs> Mrs. Benjamin is running this one She's heading this up Y'all definitely should stay tuned in Check this whole thing out Cause I mean I don't even know yet But I just know her So this is gonna be good Um, Speaking of things to check out Make sure you check out Fresh Perspectives coming to you soon Part of the Wildest Flock Network um, We also have Page One Bible Study Stick towardy, Church in the Wild 1982 and married couples anonymous y'all get ready this wildest fly stuff is coming at you and it's going to be amazing right now however you are checking out things your pastor won't tell you with mrs benjamin taking it away
1: yes 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 thank you for that great introduction So today, uh, we're going to go through a few books, you know, read a few verses, and as Mr. Benjamin has stated, the title of this podcast is going to be Always the Sacrifice and um, basically I have here approximately like four points however going to be jumping around from point to point and I'll make try to make sure that I let you guys know where I'm at (laughs) when I'm speaking okay so let's jump into it so we'll start with point number one section number one however you want to call it Um, and it is going to be entitled woman Or women, the lesser vessel. Okay, so today we're going to be looking in the book of Judges, chapter 19. It's a pretty long chapter, so I'll go ahead and paraphrase uh, so we get an idea of what we'll be looking closer at. So basically, the title of this chapter is, for the first part, is entitled The Levite's Concubine. So basically, there was a Levite. Um, a man who had a concubine Who left his house And went back to her father's house And stayed there for four months So the Levite, he went to go get her back And then her father basically held him up For a few days she, You know, He was happy to see him Like, hey, stay here, stay here Then his father-in-law told him To uh, leave early in the morning On one particular day So he can make it home early But he decided he wanted to leave immediately And then his servant told him He should stop at a they should stop at a city um, in J- Juba's that is Jerusalem um, but he said no no we're going to go somewhere where there's is- Israelites we're not going to stay where there's not so he wanted to go to Gibeah um, and what happened is he was in the square they were all in the square and no one will let him stay in their house until this older man came um, he was from the mountains of Ephraim he came and he said hey come to my house now, part two of the of the book was it's called Gibeah's crime. So in this part of the, the book, uh, the men of Gibeah went to the old man's house and told him that they wanted the man to come out so that they can do a uh, Unnecessary things to him Unusual things to him And so the old man went out and told him No you can have my my virgin daughters And you can have his concubine And then they wouldn't listen to him So then they essentially end up Leaving the concubine out with them And and, uh, the concubine was basically, basically Raped and all night and abused all night and then she she was returned the next day on this doorstep and she died and when her master or the levi was leaving she was on the doorpost, and he told her to get up and he, there was no answer because she had passed away so he then went ahead and took her with him and divided her into 12 pieces and sent her to all the territories of israel and when they saw it, they were really all upset about it so that's basically what we're coming from we're reading from today Okay, so that is the chapter we'll be mostly focusing on today, and um, I wanted to key in on a few of the few verses uh, so you can see where I, where my point is: women are they considered the lesser vessel. So if we look at Judges 19:24, where The man of the house that allowed the Levite to stay with him said, Look, here is my virgin daughter and the man's concubine. Let me bring them out now. Humble them and do with them as you please. But to this man, do not do such a vile thing. It's interesting to me that it was a vile thing to, you know, do to try and do some something to the man, but his daughters and the kind of mind, it was like fair game. Like, Oh no, take them and sit. And so I just found that interesting. And I want to know your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, in, in the new Testament, Paul said, love your wife as Christ loves the church. It was the man of the house even who offered his daughter. Mm hmm and the concubine like yo y'all try them but not him that's pretty jacked up that you know they were trying to jack that man for his booty but it was probably even worse that you know um those men who were supposed to you know fight and protect those women you know offered the women up and i i you know i can't see both those wrongs you know either one of those wrongs making the situation right I feel like, you know, as a man, as a provider, as a protector, you know, there's got to be some type of fight in you, you know, fighting in this particular situation, perhaps to the death, or, you know what I mean? Close those doors and pray until God comes and makes something happen. This dude was a Levite.
1: Right. Right. And then, you know, it's also that something that I thought was interesting about that is that all the people I'm going to bring up, the women that I'm talking about, I'm not saying that they're perfect women and they're just all being holy and sanctified. Because it clearly states in this chapter that she went out and played the harlot against her, her husband or, you know. But the interesting thing to me is that he went and got her to he went to retrieve her, or redeem her or whatnot. Um And it said he went so he can speak kindly to her and then bring her back. So I feel like you were going through all this effort to go get her, but here it shows like this man's house you were in. They're like, no, take her, and I don't hear or read you saying no, not her, no, or these young you know virgins, like no. It doesn't, the Bible doesn't speak about that. And so I was like, you'd put all this work in to go and get her, but then you did nothing when it was time to, you know, save her show something. And, um, and and then I also wanted to point out in, um, the next verse where it says, and they knew her until morning. And when the day began to break, they let her go. And so, and she just, and she came back and fell at the door, right? In the next verses. And something that I thought was interesting too Is that verse 27 and 28 Where it says When her master rose in the morning And opened the door of the house And went out to go, to go his way There was his concubine Falling at the door of the house With her hands on the threshold So To me I'm like I wonder Was he even worried about it He just walked out the door And it was like He was about to go his way The Bible says And he noticed her Laying on the door
0: It's It's <laughs> interesting the uh that part where it said that that part where it said that um she played the harlot i have to ask the question you know what does it mean because it doesn't say that she ran off with some other dude
2: Mm
0: -hmm. was her unfaithfulness the fact that she got up and left the man that she was with
1: that's a good point to me when i read that that's kind of the the mindset i thought because i think about it if she's just out with all these other men i don't think he'd be like let me go speak kindly to her to get her back i'm like did something happen there and then she left and he's like look at her she didn't ran away you know after something occurred that may have upset her who knows you know but when you look up the definition of harlot, it does say like a prostitute, but I just don't see why he would go out. Even in, is it Hosea?
0: Hosea. yep.
1: Yeah. I don't think he, his wife, he had to marry a harlot, but even he didn't seem like, Oh, let me go get my harlot wife. He was like, Oh, let me go get her. (laughs) Like it wasn't this guy. He said he went to speak kindly to her. So it sounds like it's a little Different,
0: it. I mean, it very well could have been that either she missed her family, um, it you know, from what we read in this passage now, you know, obviously, if she was literally playing the harlot, which it could have been.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could
0: have been like she was tripping off the dudes that she knew that she was growing up with. You know, one of them was like, oh, man, I was my first love. Like, oh, I can't stand this dude. Let me get back to, you know, Enrique or something. I, I don't know. You know, yeah. <laughs> she got to get back with her boo thing that she she, you know, first wanted. You know, um, it could have been that it could have been just the fact that, you know, she wasn't faithful to her dude by staying there with him. We don't necessarily know because the Bible didn't get into detail about her harlotry. Yeah. And so um, but let's let's say, for instance, that she was playing the harlot Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that she was sleeping around. Yes. Now, does that justify these men putting her out there, you know, for these other men who are trying to jack another man for his booty?
1: i don't think so at all i i feel like okay even though she she says she has done these things you to me the act of you being her husband or whatnot and you deciding to go and get her to me that's showing a level of care like okay why go and get her only to Treat her bad, treat her badly, or or are you or your intentions bad anyway to go and try and trick her to come back? Because you going to get her and you being her husband, that's showing a, a level of oh I'm going to protect you. I'm not going to allow anything to happen. You I traveled all this way even though you've been gone all this time. So no, I and to me one the wrong doesn't make it right. She did these things so now she should be punished like this. I don't agree with that.
0: Now, that speaks to a level of expectation. Like, a lot of people condemn other people for, you know, expectations. Now, as people of God, you know, there's biblical expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean that people are always going to live up to these expectations. You know, again, this dude was a Levite. He was the, you know, the the person who was, um, you know, given some type of order or charge in the you know house of the lord dealing with the things that pertain to god so he had some insight in you know god's level of care for people um there's duties that pertain to levites Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and those duties that pertain to levites are expectations Mm -hmm. there are clearly gender roles Mm -hmm there are specific duties that pertain to men and there's specific things that pertain to women. Yes. If I gotta take my butt outside to die for you, then I should be able to expect something from you. They put her out there basically as a sacrifice.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's good that you brought that up because to me that comes to my point or section two. Like I said earlier, we'll be jumping around um, in the section or point two is entitled Arrogance and Self-Preservation Not a Good Look Since we're still talking about Judges 19 I wanted to go back to the verse 27 and 28 where it says When her master arose in the morning and opened the door of the house and went out to to go his way there was his concubine fallen at the door of the house with her hands on the threshold Now the interesting verse to me was in 28 when her master or her husband said to her "He said that he said and he said to her get up and let us be going but there was no answer so right there is to me it shows like he was only concerned about himself being preserved because he didn't ask her, oh, how are you? Let me get down there and check on you or anything after he already threw her under the bus. He just said, get up so we can go. And to me, I'm like, no, th- th- that shows selfishness, arrogance, only trying to protect himself and not worried about her. Or even if the the two virgin girls went out there, he wouldn't care about them either. And so that was something I thought was interesting and under that section. So what do you think? of? Him?
0: He had no concern um as to whether or not she was okay you know that's dang you know yeah like i i would think that if she died right then there was something that you could probably see
1: yeah but if you're stepping out the door to go your way and you look down like oh there she is get up I wasn't even paying attention. It wasn't even a matter of, let me go and try and get her. Okay, I threw her under the bus, so let me, no, no, let's go. Let's go after her my change of heart. You know, I made a bad decision. He's probably slept comfortably that night and woke up the next morning like, oh, I'm refreshed, time to go, and there she was.
0: Well, I mean, today, they they, they say in, you know, a lot of rap songs, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. mm see that that's great maybe he already tried to save her right maybe she was playing the harlot and he went to go save her and now she's being thrown back into that life so maybe in his mind she's going right back out to do what she's done before
1: that's an interesting point
0: that doesn't mean that that's the case but that's a maybe
1: Yeah, it's very interesting but I think if possibly if she was she wanted to oh, she going back into that life she would probably volunteer like oh let me let me go outside and you keep these young girls cuz i'm used to this but it's saying that the guy put her out there so in the fact that she even went and then to, the fact that she even came back with him her husband she left with him to me shows a level okay all right i'm gonna go because she didn't have to she could have been like i'm gonna stay in my father's house he let me back anyway for four months you know
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah so that was interesting to me when it as it relates to that area and another thing uh, another point i want to bring out under the arrogance of self-preservation was in judges 20 which is the next chapter were the same Levite so basically as we read earlier we noticed how after he she didn't move he took her cut her up and send her to the 12 you know different in 12 pieces and sent her out to the house of Israel and um, so in Judges 20 it says that so the Levite the husband of the woman 20 verse 4 so the Levite, the husband of the woman who was murdered, answered and said, My concubine and I went into Gebeah, which belonged to Benjamin, to spend the night. Verse 5 says, And the men of Gebeah rose against me and surrounded the house at night because of me. They intended to kill me, but instead they ravished my concubine so that she died. I was like, when I read that, I was like, wow. You're doing. You have. You're saying this great. You know, like, call to to help and to avenge. You know this great wrong. But you didn't mention how you just let her. You just allowed her to be sent out there. It seems like again, it's all about preserving yourself. They wanted to kill you. Oh, but instead they did this. No, you sent her out there and provided them this option it wasn't necessary you didn't have to do that you could have fought you could have just not opened the door and see what happened and said hey lord hey what is what it is let's go but you were standing in front of the uh different men of israel from the different tribes and and saying oh look what they have done here under in gilbeah and benjamin look what they've done and how horrible it is but if it was so horrible why did you even allow it to happen without a fight
0: i would say cowardice and fear Right. Mm hmm. There's I mean, not not every man is um, the rock. You know, <laughs> yeah. we, we not all built like him. Yes. You know, um, that doesn't mean that he wasn't wrong. I, I think that, yeah, definitely he was wrong. Um, he wasn't feeling that heroic for sure. You know, yeah. he definitely didn't think that he could stave those men off. Mm hmm. I don't think that that was an option for him, him thinking they could stop those men. Mm-hmm. But if the word says, and this is New Testament, you know, this is, you know, we're dealing with the Old Testament right now. But the New Testament says, you know, um, that you love your wife like Christ loves the church, willing to die for her. Mm-hmm. You know, that that notion, you know, is something that needs to be apparent in, in you know, the men of today for sure people who love god and you know are followers of christ we we these men we all should be willing to die for our wives Mm -hmm. not that you know (laughs) we want to face those horrible consequences that that brother would have faced Mm -hmm. you know he might have gotten his hands bound behind his back and you know he might have been tied up and raped you know and Mm -hmm. and perhaps to him that was the greater wrong but then again for them to do that to your woman, I mean, you tell me what's was, what was worse. You know what I mean? Because right. now you're consenting to that. Mm-hmm. And so that's on your conscience. He, I hear you. <laughs> he, he had to fight through those men to get to the elders.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They, they, they weren't available that night. <laughs> he probably should have took that L. Now, him, him taking that L, right, especially if he was fighting and then he got killed, maybe they would have wanted a moving target so maybe they would have went into the house and got the uh, the old man you mm-hmm. know and then maybe if you know they couldn't work it out with the old man they would have went after those women anyway who knows what would have happened we can monday night quarterback it for sure but let's let's talk about this brother you know the levite you know definitely he he should he should have stepped up he should have you know defended his his woman that he went to go get that that was that valuable to him right and perhaps he even should have listened to his father-in-law
1: and stayed that extra night
0: he stayed and waited until the morning when you could actually see him maneuver and mm-hmm. and when people can't really creep on you like that right. you know
1: yeah and that's that's good that you said that because um one of the other things That I wanted to point out under point number two was in Judges 19.10, where I said, when it was arrogance and self-preservation, another thing I pointed out is verse 10, where it says, however, the man was not willing to spend that night, so he rose and departed and came opposite Jebus. That is Jerusalem with him were two saddle donkeys. His concubine was also with him. They were near Jebus and the day was far spent. And the servant said to his master, come, please let us turn aside into the city of the Jebusites and, and lodge in it. Now that speaks to what you said about his father in law like him. He's thinking, oh, I know everything. No, I'm not staying here tonight. Yeah, I know you said I should stay. So I'm gonna leave. And then you have here his servant is saying, hey, why don't we stop at this city? But he's saying, no, that's the city of aliens. We're going to go to Gebeah or and and, or another place they mentioned. And he's thinking that he know he's right in his own eyes. And in the end, it ends up with the death of this woman. But if you would just even it's not that you have to you are the the master of the concubine and the the servant and but you can at least consider what people what they're saying to you. But it sounds to me is like he didn't even consider he said no. I'm going to, we're going to do this. And then you see the consequences of that action. Had he just inclined his ear to his father-in-law or who has sounds like had his best interest because he was happy to see him. So he don't want to do him harm. It's like, listen. And then the servant is like, Hey, come please. Can we do this? They're all giving you suggestions that if you think logically about them, they make sense. Let's stop here because it's so late. Instead of pressing on to go this far, oh, it's late already. stay here till the morning, but he's saying no, and that's the issue that you find with pride, arrogance, or thinking you know you may mean that you're not intentionally thinking, "Oh, I know everything, but just acting in that way, you have consequences that follow all the things that we do, and that's some something he did here, which ended it with the his wife or concubine being killed. That may have been a different event, a different you know outcome. Had he made a different choice. So that that brings me to point number three. Which I entitled choose to do right instead of wrong. We all have choices. You know uh, there are always like I said earlier consequences to you know each choice that we make. But we have choices. And so if we, we, when I, when we read in Judges 20 when the levite told the elders of israel of what happened their response was all when he told all the men of israel when they heard of what the men of gebeah had done they were outraged so their response was outraged versus his response we didn't see a response up front until the next day all we saw was the next day how he responded and so here to me is showing that doing the right thing is like Hey, you acknowledge that this is a wrong. And then they went out to to war, to battle, to show Benjamin, like, no, you can't be doing this here. And to me, that's doing what is right. And because they could be worried about, oh, Benjamin, my, you know, my brother tribe, I don't want to, you know, do anything. But no, they saw what was the, the, the evil that was done. And they wanted to go ahead and justify and move to make it right or to. They couldn't bring her back to life, but they wanted to show like what this is unacceptable behavior.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I think you got going to something there.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, even if he, I feel like if he would have added, in, you know, hey. I didn't do anything. I know I should have done something, but I'm bringing it to you. So, you guys, we need, I know that this needs to be done. I feel like he didn't take any responsibility for his part in it. He just said, Oh, what was, you know, look what happened to her. And da da da. And it's like, Yeah, but how did it happen to her? You know? And I was happy to read where the elders were like, No, let's do something about this. And they went out and went to war, I was like, No, this can't happen. And so. To speak another to another scripture or book that speaks uh, that shows a similar situation is Genesis nineteen six, and basically in this chapter it talks about how angels of the Lord came down to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah to judge the city, right? And so they ran into Lot. And um, they were going to stay in the square, just similar to how uh, the Levite and everyone was going to stay in the square. But Lot told them to come into his house. So for Genesis nineteen six, it says, "So, so Lot went out to them through." The, uh, I'm so sorry. So he let them in his house, and then the men of the of of that place, Sodom and Gomorrah, came out and said, "No, let us know those men that you were with carnally." Same situation going on. Right. And so instead of saying, oh, no, you know, he said, that's not right. And leave it at that. Or, you know, go away and just leave it at that. He says, so lot went out, went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him and said, please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See, now I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. So we see here a lot was willing to, oh, take my virgin daughters, do whatever you want to them. To me, again, showing them as treating them as though they're lesser. Like, oh, but do not do what this that's so wickedly to these men. They didn't know that these were the angels. You know, they didn't know that. But it's just showing here that the the level that the way that the men of that time looked upon women was like no take them they're they're it's better not to touch so it was a similar situation than the other you know what we read earlier I want to jump to choose to do right instead of wrong so the angels could have responded the same way that the Levite responded oh go ahead and take you know take the daughters and go ahead but no they chose to do what was right which is it says in uh, Genesis Genesis nineteen ten, but the men reached out their hand and pulled lot into the house with them and shut the door and they struck the men who were at the, the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great so that they became weary trying to find the door. So I know they have more strength, more power and whatnot than the Levi had, but just the idea is that they didn't allow the woman to go out there. They did something themselves to basically also to showing those girls. Hey, you mean something. You're important. No, we don't have to do that. I'm going to do this. And that's to me what shows to me what the I could have done something. Not that he would have been successful like they were because they were, you know, angels of the Lord. But they, you could have shown some kind of stance, took a stance to show that your wife, which you went in God, was important.
0: So, yeah, I, I I agree wholeheartedly and I think that it, it it reveals a lot, you know, um it reveals God's heart and what God would have wanted done. Mm-hmm. Yes. is for, you know, a stand up and, and fight situation and not to sacrifice these women. God valued them, you know. The angels valued those women. How come those men didn't like this was these were Lot's own daughters
2: mm-hmm.
0: who, who Lot actually knew, and mm-hmm. these men, right? They were angels, but Lot didn't know them, and he valued them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now that speaks volumes to the culture. Yeah, you know Lot and his daughters that order his manhood, you know, and and him valuing other men, from what we know. Lot saw them as other men. We don't know that he knew that they were angels. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the Levite. We don't know that um, the dude knew that that brother was a Levite, Mm -hmm. a a priest. And Mm -hmm. even if he was a priest, I'm not going to send my daughter out to save the priest. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, bro, get in this house. We're going to lock the door and if if you know they try to come in you better knuckle up cuz this is this is this is your fault we in this situation you know right god definitely showed how he valued those women whereas lot didn't and 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 the same thing with the uh the the levite
1: and you know i think it's so great all of the things that you're saying because they're all things that i consider because i would just jump real quick to um just quickly throw out a few more areas where we can see um women being valued as less. And um and for example in Genesis 34:30 30, it's, 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 it's this is talking about um Jacob's daughter Dinah and how how she was, you know, raped and then the man came back the who did it came sent his father and went back to try and oh my son really likes her, and he lo- he wants to be with her. Can he ha- can he marry her after he'd raped her and defiled her? And so Jacob's, you know, Jacob. It really doesn't show that he went like, oh, got upset. Why'd you do this to my daughter? You know, and but her brothers valued her enough, uh, Simeon and Levi, to where they were upset. It says, you know, they were angry that this had happened to his, to his daughters. But what did Jacob? He said so they went out and they went to war for her they killed those men and you know came up with a plan to get them weak you know get them made them circumcise themselves and then get them weak and went and killed all the people in that village for their sisters you know like hey you raped my sister then you're going to get it like and then jacob's response was why have you troubled me my son and this is genesis thirty-four thirty. Jacob said to his sons, you have troubled me by making me obnoxious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Since I am few in number, they will gather themselves and kill me and my household. That goes to my point number two about showing. Oh, he was saying he was worried about himself like they were going to kill me, but you didn't show a care for them raping your daughter. Mm-hmm. same thing same kind of situation happening but doing what is right which is point number three her brothers they they said to their father should he in Genesis 34 31 they said should he treat our sister like a harlot so they was like regardless of what could happen who there we're here you know but the point is they did this to our sister and that's okay with you
0: right Like right. no right
1: no, right. and that's them showing like what is right, you know. And um, lastly, another good point I, I, well, I think is good <laughs> um, is in John. John eight, when it talks about the woman who was caught up in adultery, they said caught in the very act, the scribes and the Pharisees. This is John eight, three, the scribes and the Pharisees brought her to Jesus and said, we caught her in the act. And they said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that one should, who does this should be stoned. But what do you say? Doing what is right. Jesus says without even looking, he ignored him. Didn't even look up. So it says in J- John 8, 7. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And then jump down to John 8. They all scattered, right? And in John 8, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are your accusers? Has no one condemned you? And she said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, What did he say to her? Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And I know I told you at the beginning that I have four points, and I haven't even talked about the fourth point. But basically, my fourth point is why and the answer to that is, why did these things happen to show the depravity of those cities? Jesus, God will typically use people for good, you know, to show, to show a greater evil. So it's not necessarily to, oh, women are lesser, or they're not important because we clearly see when we see the angels and we see what God or what the, you know, the elders of Israel, what they would do is representing what God would do, which is what you brought up earlier. And and but it also needs to. But what we see with the different men, like Lot and the uh, the Levite and whatnot, and how they're responding is showing human situations and human responses that we can say all day. We run out there and we'll fight these men and da 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 da. But in our flesh, he was scared. He was like he was scared. But you know, and just understanding that a lot of things happen. Like why did this happen? It may not think to happen in your life. And it's not necessarily for you. It could be for your story. Your testimony to help someone else. And in Sodom and Gomorrah. That you see the depravity of that city. That those that place. And how the Lord went in. And he like he destroyed it. No that's ain't right. And then with the. Um. The Levites and his concubine. You see the tw- the the, tri- the God using the 12, 12 tribe leaders going and like, nah, we went to war. We gonna stop this now. Destroy that situation. That's not right. And then with the the um with Jacob and his daughter, and, and you know her being you know raped and whatnot. God used her brothers to go in in that city and. Destroy those men and show them. No, that's not right. And lastly, with the woman who was caught in adultery, Jesus was like, oh, okay, so y'all are just sin free. Go ahead and uh, you know, accuse her. And they already said that they recognized their own. They felt bad about, you know, content about what they have, you know, what they have done. And they left without condemning her and God again himself showing that destroyed that don't do that no more you know that's wrong we know everything that was happening in these previous verses Verses were wrong don't do that but you had to see it in order to know that it was wrong
0: I think that Jesus was definitely confronting their compo- hypocrisy <laughs> their hypocrisy <compocracy. Like,
2: laughs>
0: yeah he was definitely confronting their hypocrisy there because mm-hmm. you know they didn't bring the dude
1: where was he exactly you was caught in the act, which means he was there too. But you brought, you you brought the woman. You could have brought them both. Then it would have been like, okay, this is fair. This is righteous.
0: We're gonna let homeboy slide, but you know these women, they're nothing to me. They they don't mean anything. You know they're just another commodity. Um, and that's that's something that God, you know, definitely. Definitely, definitely addressed in in multiple ways. You know, you Mm -hmm. got the book of Ruth, which is a story about women all throughout, you know, the lineage of Jesus. There's, you know, women, women's names are appearing, even a harlot like Rahab, Mm -hmm. Rahab, the prostitute. God redeemed her and actually used her to bring Messiah into this world. That's why. Yeah. That's wild. Ugh, yes, and she was a hoe. Like she was actually selling her body. Uh mm-hmm. huh. But she came later on. You know, what I mean, uh, well, she became useful later on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I think the dude that went into her house and was like, "Yeah, we gonna hide here." He was like, "Dang, girl, you not you know what you're doing. You, you look like you know what you're doing. Let me." And he wiped her down. He married her. You know. Um... She was a hoe. That was her life. Hoe was life. And apparently, hoes can become housewives.
1: Hello. That's what I was about to say. Sounds to me.
0: <laughs> that Levite definitely thought so.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. He went and redeemed her. Yep. You know, did. all these men out here talking about, oh, you don't say, her. Well, you can't save no hoe, this and that, wooty woot. You know, God can. hmm You know, um, ain't nothing too hard for our God. We, we got stories. We got a, a book you know, that that talks about these harlots, like the one, the the woman that was caught in adultery mm-hmm. and then that same woman, you know, who was at the well with Jesus, mm-hmm. she went and she got the whole city and the whole city ended up getting saved. Sure did. So you tell me if God values women, you know, of course he does. Of course, they're very integral in his role in, you know, the redemption of you know, mankind.
1: Right, and, uh, and and just because you can see someone's sin doesn't make it greater than your own.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. but these women, right? Even if they did play the harlot, God still finds value in them.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And I think that's one thing that you know um, a lot of men fail to realize, even till this day. You know, it's in a lot of our music um like Snoop and the Dog Pound, you know, they say it ain't no fun if the homie can't have none just passing the rump, passing to the homie, know you hit it, you know. <laughs> Dr. Dre said, you know, invite him to the next Dre function is party favors, you know. And wow. this ain't no diss to Snoop Dog or, or Dre. Um so much as it is uh a shame that this is the mindset that's prevalent in our culture. Right that needs to die it
1: needs to stop
0: because if it wasn't in our culture already then neither Snoop nor Dre would have said that
1: right if it wasn't acceptable they wouldn't have felt comfortable enough to say
0: it yeah right yeah now. this stuff is still happening till this day these very same things mm-hmm. <clears throat> we we have to be you know a people who will actually honor our women You know, and value was right. We got to be people of honor again, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and, and that that day, you know, of us letting our women be mistreated by other people. I don't care who it is. That's far spent. Right. That's that's it. That's the end. No more.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's really what I wanted to bring out this evening I wanted to show like hey women are valuable God does value women and they should be treated as such just like all women men and children should be treated as valuable you know and and to, and to you can see the true heart of God and how he sees us in some way you see the response you know from his end and how he uses people to address these situations so yeah that's
0: straight what I up, had. straight up Yeah, so <clears throat> This is things your pastor won't tell you And You might not think Or you may not have heard That these men treated these women wrong But we're telling you That was dead wrong mm-hmm. My mind's made up about the matter Until God says otherwise I'm your brother, Israel Benjamin.
1: And I'm Mrs. Benjamin.
0: And this was Things Your Pastor Won't Tell You. God bless. Good night.